All right, so let's talk a little bit about the markets here. Welcome to Bull Bear Radio. Market pricing's nuts. Each week, we catch up with WBI's experts, Matt and Don Schreiber. Down 77%. You know what you need to recover from that? A miracle. WBI brings you wealth-building market insights. Hi, I'm Matt Shriver, and this is Bull Bear Radio. Don Shriver, are you well caffeinated or what today? Man, I got my Bull Bear Blend on. Yeah, is it is it double caffeine? High test. Is it really good? Yes, it's really it's, good. It's so good, man. It's so good. I think it's you so got good. too much of it. Dude, I probably you got crazy. I, pro- eyes, dude. I probably look- had, I probably had a couple too many cups now. You look like oh. Jack Nicholas popping through Louise. the door. Here's Maddie. Yeah. You know, it happens sometimes. When you when you drink this many cups of coffee consecutively, you can get a little hopped up. Um let's go. Uh, Let's roll this thing. So Warren Buffett, dude, he's been talking about uh, the you know, Oracle of Omaha. Yeah, he's on CNBC all week this week. Is he all week? No, I'm just kidding. I mean, but he he was kind of like the big dude earlier in the week. Becky Quick was on with him. Dude, he and, is the big dude. Well, he is the big dude. He's like one of the richest dudes ever. One of the most successful investors on the planet of all time. Of all time. So unreal. It is unreal. Now, Mr. Buffett has been loading up on T-bills. He has, at least since 2014, just about doubled his T-bill cash hoard. Yeah, he's got a cash problem. He's got a cash problem. Yeah, man, he's got a mountain of it, and he doesn't know what to do with it. Well, he's saying that, you know, history, if, if, you know, history's any indication, that the cash hoard's probably a good thing and not a bad thing. Why is that? Would you agree? Why is that? Would you agree or disagree? Man, I think that- Agree to disagree? Hey, listen, he buys whole companies, and he buys them for the long run, and he likes to buy companies that are cheap. At a discount. The problem is- he can't find anything cheap anymore. Yeah, because so he's going to hold cash. Yeah, so he's he's you know cash. his he's his mentor for he's yeah his mentor uh huh the guy he learned from Benjamin Graham, who wrote the seminal work. The most important work ever. I said seminal earlier, and I sounded smart when I said it. I wish you wouldn't have stolen my word. I'll give it back to you. Seminal. There you go. <laughs> feel was, better? I do feel, feel better. a lot better now. <laughs> oh, man. Because you know what? This Everybody's is, saying folks, out this there. Folks, Bull Bear Radio. Everybody out there saying, boy, that, that, that Schreiber guy is pretty smart. Which one? Eight. Benjamin Graham. Probably not the Matt. Wrote the, <laughs> the Don, you know. Yeah, Benjamin Graham wrote the book. It was like it, an encyclopedia. On securities analysis. Double How up. to buy stocks and get great returns from buying stocks using securities analysis. What we call today factor analysis. He was the father of factor analysis, in my opinion. It goes way back to the Great yeah, Depression well, times. You know, and, you know, he found as he, he had a value bias. He said, man, you never want to overpay too much for anything you want to buy low and sell high yeah if you have to buy high and sell low then you look pretty silly right warren buffett actually does uh, that you know kind of was a student with him yeah he was he was working for him he was mentored by him and you know that seems to have worked out pretty good for warren yeah well you know really good for warren's bank account 
lots of shareholders too. Lots of zeros. Hey man, lots of zeros. So he's got man. a lot of cash. He yep. doesn't want to deploy it because he can't find. He's anything worried that he can buy cheap enough. And he's worried. Uh, it would seem that uh, you know what has gone up for a long time might go down, right? Hey, he's seen this before. He's seen. He's it been before. around a long time. He's even been around longer than I have. Yeah. Well, you know, every once in a while, a lot longer. Uh, that happens to stock prices. Hey, he's seen this. This is in his first first rodeo. It's, it's not not the first time on the on the pony. Uh, he's he's been to the rodeo. I would say probably a couple of times, maybe a dozen or so. Yeah, he's, he's seen he's, some market he's, cycles. He's, he's seen, gotten bucked off. Yeah. So hey, you know he's he's gotten he's gotten clipped let's, a few let's, times. Okay, let's let's talk about some news that came out recently. Let's talk about getting bucked. I mean, Ann Bang, the lead dude got bucked because uh, Ann Bang. What are you talking about, Ann, Ann Bang? Bang? Man, Ann Bang, A N B A N G, Ann Bang. It, it's spelled just as it sounds. Okay, come on, it's easy. It's a Chinese company. It's oh, one of the largest it's a Chinese company. Yeah, it's one of the largest insurers in the world. It's one of the biggest companies in China. The dude who runs the place got kicked out. Why? What's going on? Well, Why do we care about they, Anbang? They had to bail him out. I mean, it's it, the company's worth a lot. Three point four percent. Their assets are equivalent to three point four percent of Chinese GDP. I'd say that's going to leave a mark if that's that institution failed, won't it? That's why they bailed them out. Yeah. Can't do that. Yeah. Can't go there. So Anbang, by the way, if you've ever been to New York City, Anbang owns the Waldorf Astoria Hotel. So, you know, a few years back, the, the Anbang went around and started scooping up all these Tiffany properties at all-time record high prices. Now, Blackstone happened to be the beneficiary of a lot of... Um, uh, these good for, pr- asset purchases good, so for, good for them. They're hoping now that Anbang's in, tr- in, in trouble. Maybe they'll get some of those properties back again well, then they can, at a deep discount. They get to flip it again. That's a double double. Exactly. One of my favorite. One of my favorite uh, investment stories. A double double. Only thing better than that's a triple triple. No, a triple double. Whatever. I don't know what a triple triple. A is. triple double. You get What's it back triple, three triple? times and you keep doubling your money every time you sell it. It's a good deal. Okay. I, I haven't heard of that one before, but we'll continue on here. So, uh, dude, earnings season. Earnings season. Spectacular. Has Yeah, it's been uh, fantastic. And I was trying to come up with a much, much bigger dictionary word to try and compete with you because when you're trying to steal my dictionary words, it's just not cool. So, anyway, let's get back to earnings season here. So S&P 500, we have like mid 400s uh, reporting here out of 500, so that's a lot of companies. 85, 90%. Earnings, earnings growth. Okay, let's get serious. Earnings growth up 14.41%. Sales growth, 7.56%. 7.56, okay. Russell 2000 companies, 1,134 reporting, 1,923 companies that could report. You've got uh, up 31% for earnings, almost 32 That's not too shabby. 32%. Mid companies? Small and mid cap companies have fundamentals that are absolutely destroying from an earnings growth perspective, a double on the S&P 500 companies. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. One more time. Did you just say... A double. That Smid stocks, Russell 2000 stocks... Yep. Are, they got earnings growth that is 2x the S&P 500. Mm, and nobody's talking about it. Nobody's buying them and no, investing in them either. It, it, they've been because, dumping them lately. Because Smid stocks aren't doing well they didn't do well last year they had less than half the return 
Dude, Come on. Where, What's where, going on? Hey, I've got all these sounds. Oh, I got it. Nobody's paying attention. It's like the Smid stocks have been flushed down the toilet this year, and they've had the best fundamentals. By the way, that was just wrong. Please don't do that again. Well, I don't know that anybody besides you uh, was offended. Okay, I don't know either. But so anyway, let's we could find a better. Seriously, no, let's on. get back to the earnings uh, situation here. Sales growth for these companies, nine point five six percent. The S and P was at seven and a half percent. So a one up yet again by the Smid companies. So you would think that the Smid companies would outperform from a price perspective. Yet this year they've gotten smoked. Flush down hey, the toilet, man, as I was a, saying, with is, my <laughs> my nice little sound effect here. I like it, man. This is a, this is a juicy tidbit. So the Smid companies have been smoking it. The large cap companies, though, it seems like the trend is friendly over there. You got repatriation at three trillion dollars, tax the, cuts. What do we call it? The repatriation bonanza. Well, yeah. Well, you know, how about the buyback bonanza? Well, that's what's coming. That's coming. That's what's coming next. Right? That's coming to a theater so near you. Companies coming companies, out real soon. Companies going to be a blockbuster. Have indicated that they might do some buybacks this year, but they can't announce the buybacks and start the buybacks until after earnings season shuts down. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, it's a blackout for, period for buybacks. For buying back it's, the shares, it's, it's a blackout for buybacks. Buyback so, blackout. You know, on my on my repatriation, but that's about to stop. Bonanza. Buyback list, start. top 20 stocks. Number two on the list was Cisco. Okay, if you ha- do you, you want to know, yeah, and they just said they that they're going to do some huge buybacks. Huge. Tens of billions, billions. of dollars. Oh, yeah. It was a disgusting number. I had to think about it for a second. Yeah, no, but they did. They, they but Cisco's tens of billions of dollars real they soon. They increased their dividend by 14%, but that's not really what the headline news is about. It's about how big the buybacks are going to be. be. And, and do you think that will and they'll they take stock off the market, right? They indicated that out of the $67 billion, It'll make billion their dollars, earnings most of per it's going into buyback. better. And do you think that's going to get people buying Cisco and other companies here soon? Dude, stock's already moving. Stock's, stock's moving. Sun's up, you know, stock's up. Hey, baby. So, uh, you know, you know what else is up? That's what comes next. This is going to get exciting. Home, well, I was going to just, you know, put a little bit of maybe throw cold water on this thing. Come on, don't do that. Here comes a cold shower, kids. Uh, Home prices have been up. That's great for most people, right? This is like that ice bucket thing where you get a whole bucket of ice speaking of ice you know ice man's gonna be back i hear top gun 2 is getting remade no kidding yeah yeah maverick maverick's coming back no goose unless he's in like maverick's dreams or something which would be a little weird um really weird really weird man but anyway yeah the ice man's coming back dude val kilmer i bet you maverick and, and tom instead Cruise, of flying a plane i bet he's gonna, gonna be right like back ad, to you next year he's gonna be like an admiral or something you know yeah, he's going to be uh, an instructor at Top Gun. The Top Gun guy. Yeah, he's he's going to be an instructor. Anyway. That so, ought to be exciting. So, dude, we come. <laughs> no, it should be, man. Dude, if they encounter some MiGs over the Indian Ocean, talk about a bonanza, right? Highway to the danger zone here, right? Housing prices are up, yet interest rates, Fed funds rate has been on the rise, Mortgage rates have been on the rise. There's has, a pattern for this. Has this happened before? About a before? decade this has happened before. Sorry. And what happened when- This, um, is, this is like housing bubble two. 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 We had one in 
2007, yeah. 2008. That was a bad meltdown. Yeah, well, that was housing bubble one. Very popular, much talked about. It was a, it was a blockbuster. It was a financial crisis. Yes, well, uh-oh. So the Fed, in 2006, started to raise rates to slow down what they thought was an overheating economy. Yes. With a higher inflation rate, and they raised rates Nearly, nine, no, in this well, case. Well, it went from about one to times, five. Right? Right. One so it went from 1% of the Fed's fund rate to 5.25, actually. Right, right. About a 500% percent increase. And mortgage rates rose rapidly. Home prices started to fall like a rock. Cratered. Cratered. Really bad. And then, Did usually you- stocks are fairly highly correlated. Fairly highly correlated. There's some lag time. Jeez. There's yes. some lag time. They're, they're highly correlated, typically. When home prices are up, stocks are up. When home prices drop like a rock? It takes about two or three quarters for stock prices to fall like a rock. Yes. So... Right now, this is something th- we're watching, folks. We'll yeah, keep a close eye on it well, for you. Hey, Don, don't com- let Matt scare you too calm bad. Calm down. Listen, well, what's going 25 on? Twenty-five basis points on the Fed funds rate. That's where we started a couple years ago. Yeah, in 2015. Now they- we're at 150, folks. Do the math. 25 basis points to 150. That's about 500 percent increase. Uh huh. The same as it was. Yep. Yep. So, folks, we'll be right back. WBI's Tactical Dividend Growth SMA was launched in 2008 and aims to help investors meet their goals through generating long-term growth of capital with lower volatility and risk that can often lead to loss of capital in bear markets. Call for more info at 800-772-5810 or visit WBIinvestments.com. Yo, so we're back. We're going to talk melt up here. So, you know, we got the repatriation, $3 trillion. We got buybacks that are going to occur. You're thinking you're thinking the market melts up from here, Absolutely. right? It's yeah. going to get support from these buybacks, and you can't fight the trend, That's not the right. Fed. Well, the it's Fed. the trend now. It's hey, the you buyback. Don't, you don't want to fight the Fed. You know, we just we, everybody's wondering. You know, what's Chairman Powell likely to do? Oh, come on, let's not go down that path, okay? Everybody's going to be wondering that for a while. He's doing testimony. Uh, you know, throughout the course of the week this week. So we'll all know what he said by the time this thing airs. It's either going to be good or bad. It's going to be played on CNBC like, you know, bananas. It'll probably be neutral. The for buybacks the... are going to be bananas. Amen. It'll probably be neutral at the end of the week, you know, one way or another. But, you know, we got some very, very strong things happening. When we had the Fed backstopping the market, the other, you know, there was a one-two punch. Guys. The Fed was one. And buybacks were the other. I hear everybody use this backstop thing. The backstop means that they weren't going to let asset prices go down. They kept rates low. They needed a partner. Their partner was corporations buying back their stock. It worked phenomenally well. Well, buying back back, uh, debt, right? No, no. We're not buying back debt. Buying back stock. What are you talking about? Corporations. Oh, they needed a partner. I'm so confused. Sorry, Don. I, I just... Well, anyway, that housing crisis took a lot out of me. I'll tell you. (laughs) Holy crap. Even though even even though the Fed basically turned trader and is raising rates and tightening 
their interest rate cycle. Yes, I got you now. Yes, yes. Buybacks, yes. Buybacks. buybacks will save the day. They're the new buy backstop. The buybacks are the backstop. new are the new backstop. There we go. Whew. Oh, that was hard. Sorry, folks, man. <laughs> dude, dude, I, I think my caffeine worn off. It, it worn off? It worn <laughs> off. <laughs> it gone done worn off man, this on is going me. downhill. Hey, listen, folks, I got to tell you, though, even though we expect the market to melt up, to spike higher, to seek out new worlds. Oh, come on. Now you're back to the craziness that I just went through. Hey, we, we think the market's going to go where no man has gone before. Well, we've never been to 28K Whoa, on the yeah, Dow, right? we haven't, right? And hey, we could get there. Hey, hey yo, it could be really good. It's going to be. could you be know, a very happy day for investors. You know what investors. I'm scared of? What yeah. I'm scared of, though, is that people are going to see this short-term boost in stock prices as a promise that this is going to continue forever. You know, and one thing you never want to do ever is fight the Fed. The more growth we get in GDP, the faster earnings trends grow, the higher Wages, wage, wage inflation wars, baby. becomes, yep. the tighter and the faster. Stop. Now you're going you're you're the going Fed down like this instead off. of the yellow brick road and the the golden path to prosperity for investors. You just painted the bricks black, dude. No, man. Because you know what you just did? You painted all this rosy picture. Look, if you've got a plan. And then the Fed is going to go. Man, if you're buying, you better have a plan to be able to sell before your capital turns to dust. Okay. All right. So what I'm saying is this is a short-term Goldilocks story, a continuation of the Goldilocks story. It's even better than that. This is going to be like Cinderella, for goodness sakes. It's really going to be good. But the Wizard of Oz. It's going to be a lot like Rapunzel, right? Because the hair Wait keeps, a minute. The hair keeps growing, crazy. right? Keeps growing and growing and growing. No. Then it gets cut off, right? So in the Wizard of Oz, the wizard looked all powerful. Until they pulled the cu- the the curtain back, right? And then he wa- it was and just like wasn't. some like some little, dude. It was some little right? dude, right? So the Wizard of Oz in this case is the chairman of the Fed. And oh, he, so he looks really good right now. And, and then when, when he, he pulled, starts raising rates too fast, when we pull back the curtain, it's going to uh, be like not so not good. Not so good. Right? So, dude, hey, Don. Um, and the Fed, the Fed just can't. You've help written themselves. a couple of books. Yeah, I've okay. a couple of books. You've written a couple of books. Yeah, man. One, all about dividend investing. So if you're looking to you know, invest in stocks, it's a great blueprint. I was. Hey, man, I like dividends because I get paid to wait for price appreciation. And it takes some of the downside risk off because I keep getting a return on my investment, even if prices are falling. But I would have a plan to take some risk off, to raise some cash, Going towards into the end of the year for sure. Right, right. I would have a gut check moment, a sanity check moment around June 30th this year and see what the okay. Fed's tone is then. Okay, so uh, you also wrote a book that was about building a world-class financial services business. And did you know people like that? Yeah, man. I was did on you... Amazon and you actually got some stars on that, dude. Hey, man, did you know? 
that that got reprinted in China, 5,000 copies for in Mandarin? No, and that's super cool, it. dude. It's crazy. That's super cool. But yeah, you got like four-star reviews and stuff, man. I was like, whoa, whoa. 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 Hey, man, there's some big companies that Don, use that Don book Schreiber, to, uh, man. to try to crush the little guy. Yeah. It wasn't my intent, believe me. Yeah. I'm one of the little guys. Yeah. We Well, we'd like to be a bigger guy, you yeah. know, We need someday. some help. Hey, you know, one of the things that's really important is- you know, financial advisors today, for the most part, get their revenue uh, on fees, and fees are calculated based on asset values. And if we go through another big market meltdown, yes, not only do the fees go down because asset levels are falling, but clients tend to pull their money away from the advisor and their investment plan. And we know that more and more... And then you lose even more revenue. We know that more and more investors are pushing their advisors to more passive product to try and oh, not a, miss out. I mean, that's it's... a disaster. They're like chasing, target date funds. Hey, man. Th- that's like, like Fidelity like, Freedom Fund or... They're chasing returns. Vanguard funds. It's similar to getting into the plane standing at the open door and jumping out without a parachute. But that's what you what were saying about, about the advisor, they, they get paid to make sure that you're successful. You bet. If he, if the asset base goes up, they get, you know, to they get to make more, more money. And if, if it goes down, the sad thing is, is that I, I've been in the business a long time and I've seen a lot of my friends go through a couple cycles like this. And the older folks, guys and gals that have been at financial advisors, for a couple, two, three decades, they don't want to try to rebuild their business again. They got to get smart. They got to have a plan. I think they should be looking at managers like us that can manage the downside and still participate in the upside. You don't want to go to cash today. You want to have a plan. You want to have a process. Well, we have a process, not even a plan. Cash. It's just a right. process. If the so trend's we, not friendly, we can raise cash. We do. Fundamentals aren't good. We can raise cash. We do. So, um, you know, it's not, you know, Don or, you know, the Wizard of Oz trying to pull the strings. It's, it's a process that's been time-tested for decades. Quantitative, math-based, software-driven, no emotion, minimize down market loss, participate while the market's in an uptrend, buy low, sell high by design. So That's Don, what we're trying to do, man. So, Don, besides, you know, talking about markets, uh, managing money for folks, um, you know, writing books in your free time, uh, doing Bull Bear Radio, of course. Did I already say that? I mean, we do Bull Bear Radio. We do videos. We do all this kind of stuff. What do you do besides, you know, that stuff? Besides work? Yeah. Now, Matt, you know better than ask me that. Well, I, I mean, our, our listeners, you know. The uh, listeners want to know? The listeners want to know. <laughs> like like Joe from from uh, Sheboygan, Wisconsin wants to know. Did he call in? He called me. Oh, and man. he said, dude, what's Don doing his free time? What's he read? What's he like to read about? How do you get, uh, you know. In my free time. Yeah. In my free time. There, there's a concept, free time. So I do like to read. Do you like read novels? Like, do you read I, Danielle Steele? Like you grab it at the, you know, grocery store and, and, and you flip through all, all those sultry and, and, and tawdry novels or, or, or do you, you do something else? Well, I actually, I, I actually like to read. I, I, I grew up reading Westerns. Mm-hmm. I love to read about the West. You know, I, uh, you know, uh, love cowboys and Indians. And, uh, so I read that 
I read a lot about the business. I spend probably five hours a day reading, you know, and, and so and I don't. So do quite... other CEOs like uh, Bill Gates and and uh, you know the fellow that runs Apple over there. Uh, you know these days, uh, Tim Cook. Tim Cook. You know these are guys. Yeah. These are guys that are moving. Uh, well, knowledge is the power. Yeah, yeah, knowledge is yeah. power, and all the, all the knowledge is written in books. Yeah, you know. Yep. Or or on the internet, but you got to read yep. everything. That's what uh, these uh, CEOs I found. It gives you a competitive advantage. Sure. And so that's important. And we give investors a competitive advantage too, right? To understand the landscape, to understand what's going on in the world today, and what these different products and all that kind of stuff do, right? Yeah. That's I, what made. Uh, uh, more, more important to me, though, is, you know, my family. And so uh, we've got this uh, uh, great place uh, up in Canada. We like to go fishing, and it's an outdoor place. I got grandkids. You, you know about really? grandkids. Yeah, grandkids. Yeah. You got, I, got I got those. I got, I not got, grandkids. I got kids. <laughs> yeah, my, my grandkids. Yeah. They're, they're not your children. They're my grandchildren. I want you to know that. Well, I think they're my children last no, time no, I no. checked. You're confused. No, you're confused. You know, I think you're they, confused, They're my dude. grandchildren. Okay, whatever. All right. Anyway. All right. We go up and we go boating. We go fishing. I love the freshwater fish. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah. Yeah. You, so, you, catch you a couple to, little sunnies, you know? You, oh, I no. like I like you when they jump to, out of the water and grab the lure, you know? You the used top to water really fishing. like fishing. Oh, when you have to try and anticipate what the fish is doing under the water, man, oh, it's just painful. It's just painful. I'm not that skilled. It's fun. I'm not that skilled. So, you know, anyway, that's what we... So uh, you, yeah. you, you'd rather wakeboard behind the boat, right? I'd rather surf behind the boat. Surf behind the yeah, boat. Yeah. Hey, if did I you know, get, folks, if, that you can surf behind a speedboat? You I mean, can come these on. days. You can get a boat, you know, that does that. Yeah, they call them wave boats. They create a wave, the perfect wave I hear from uh, my son, who's a surfer. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he gets to surf uh, on the lakes. It's I wish I had one of those because then I could surf behind the boat. But I, I, I'm just, I just don't have one of those. No. 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 Okay. You like to drive nice uh, cars that go fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 We went to Porsche driving school a few years ago. That was a blast, totally man. Awesome. It was totally cool. If, if you. But you were too fast for me, man. If you don't drive a Porsche, but you want to go get a cool experience, go there and you can drive the cars really, really fast. It's fun. It's fun. It is. And it's in a controlled environment. It's controlled, so you can go as fast as you want. You can be in like a little go-kart going around at 20 miles an hour. You can, you know, go 100 miles an hour. It's up to you. So uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so we like to do some other things, but we like Bull Bear Radio here. And thanks for listening today. And, uh, you know, hey, we're on iTunes, Google Play, and guys. Twitter. If you want my, you know, like us or whatever you do on, on, you know, iTunes so that it says to iTunes that you like us, okay? We need your help. Help us help you. We're helping your ears and maybe your brain, I hope. Uh, does this thing come with like a warning uh, thing afterwards that says we may damage your brain? <laughs> anyway, thanks, guys. See you next week. This is Bull Bear Radio, where each week you can count on our real market news and advice. Catch all of our podcast episodes at WBIinvestments.com. 
Past performance does not guarantee future results. The views presented are those of the podcast participants and should not be construed as investment advice. Podcast participants or clients of WBI may own stock discussed in this recording. All economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. This is not an offer to buy or sell any security. No security or strategy, including those referred to directly or indirectly in this podcast, is suitable for all accounts or profitable all the time and there's always a possibility of loss. Moreover, you should not assume that any discussion or information provided here serves as a receipt of or as a substitute for personalized investment advice from WBI or from any other investment professional. To the extent that you have any questions regarding the applicability of any specific issue discussed to your individual situation, please consult with WBI or the professional advisor of your choosing. This information is compiled from sources believed to be reliable. Accuracy cannot be guaranteed. Information pertaining to WBI's advisory operations services and fees is set forth in WBI's disclosure statement in Part 2A of Form 80B, a copy of which is available upon request. Although a company may pay a dividend, prices of equity securities, including those that pay dividends, fluctuate. Investing on the basis of dividends alone may cause an investor to buy or sell certain securities when circumstances may or may not be favorable.